0: special presentation of WRFH Sports.
1: Crowd is roaring. It's a sold out game here. We'll have 250 fans
0: in the stands at Don Timothy Potter Arena. Takes the three. Got that one to go. With the left hand off the
2: glass, GMAC players. 38 passes outside to Tavon. Tavon takes the three, got that one. Back-to-back threes for the Chargers. And they've pulled ahead
0: by three. Hillsdale Charger basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM, starts now.
3: Hillsdale College basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale. 1017 FM. We are live from Don Tibbetts Ponder Arena in a great matchup where the Hillsdale College Chargers are playing host to the visiting Cedarville University. Uh, Going to be a great one here today, Garrett. Hillsdale is 2-0 against the visiting team uh, this season. But, you know, Cedarville, it took them a second to get into uh, the playoff, this GMAC tournament. They won their last game by a margin of one point to make it in. Nonetheless, they are a dark horse. They are a good team. And they played Hillsdale Tough two times uh, this season already. So going to be a battle here today.
2: Yeah, this Cedarville team can score a lot of points. They average about 79 points per game. So if they get hot, they can push against the best teams in this division for sure for sure yeah almost 80 points a game i mean
3: that's a tough pace to hang but hillsdale has done their thing two times against them they do a great job of slowing down the opponents and uh so yeah we're looking forward to a good one let's get you the starting lineups for today's matchup beginning with the visiting cedarville yellow jackets number one jacob drees a senior forward from hilliard ohio Number four, Chris Rogers, a senior guard from Harrisburg, Virginia. Number five, Grant Wisman, a junior from Middletown, Ohio. Number 22, Braden Sippel, a sophomore guard from Blanchester, Ohio. And Javon Mommer, number 32, is rounding out the bunch. He is a freshman, excuse me, a junior forward from Chillicothe,
2: Ohio. And for Hillsdale, Kyle Gessler is a senior from Brunswick, Ohio. Number three, Jack Golke, another senior from Pewaukee, Wisconsin. Number five, another senior, Cole Now from Brookfield, Wisconsin. Number 20, Peter Keltoff, another senior right down the road here in Hillsdale, Michigan in his hometown. And number 33, Joe Ruder, a sophomore from Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. So the
3: teams are out on the court. Hillsdale is doing their pregame ritual, jumping around. And we are about ready to start this one off. Can't wait to get it going. Hillsdale in their home whites. A good crowd here at Don Tibbetts Potter. Looking forward to this uh, postseason play. Yeah, for sure. For uh,
2: the uh, Chargers, they have to hold this team to less points. Especially, keep in mind, number 32, Javon Moffmer. He shoots the ball really well. He's averaging about 30, or 17 points a game.
3: Now, if I remember correctly, the first time that Hillsdale played uh, the Yellow Jackets, they did hold Mommer down to quite a low number of points. So hopefully they're able to do that again. We're underway. The Yellow Jackets are the first team to get the ball. They have it down at their own end. Going back and forth down there. A Shot put up. This is number 22. Braden Sipple for the Yellow Jackets. In a second attempt, it is good. The putback by the Yellow Jackets puts them up 2-0. to zero. First buckets of the game go to the visiting team. Reuter now at the other end of the court for the Chargers. Passes over to Now. Now on the left side. Kaltoff out wide. Kaltov looked like he had a look from three, but decided to drive into the lane instead. Puts up a left-handed layup. Reuter comes down with the rebound, Out to now, over to Golki. Oh, for three, no good. Chargers had a second second, uh, effort down there on their own end and
2: couldn't quite get it to convert. Now the Yellow Jackets down on their own end. Garrett, go ahead. Both teams with uh, two offensive rebounds right off the start. Good hustle by both teams here. Good start to this game. Looking fresh. The Yellow Jackets, knowing that they've
3: lost two already to the Chargers, coming out, firing. Cannot convert on the second possession. It was Chris Rogers that put up the shot. No good for the Yellow Jackets. Now, uh, excuse me, Kyle Gessler with the ball. Gessler over to Golke. Golke dribbles to his right in the lane near the free throw line. Out to Ruter Ruter no good on his shot. Caught a little bit of the net, but other than that, he about airballed that one. So the Yellow Jackets will take over after Reuter's shot goes directly out of bounds. And it is being brought up by Chris Rogers. Rogers over to Momer. Mommer passes it off. Tyson Dean, excuse me, Titus Dean. And Hillsdale gets the rebound on the shot by the Yellow Jackets down on their own end it's quickly laid in by Kaltoff, who gets the first buckets for the home team.
2: 2 great, to 2. Great job by Hillsdale. They just cleared out the whole floor, let Kaltoff go to work down on the right block with a nice hook shot with the right hand.
3: Quick movement as well by the Chargers. They were wasting no time with that possession and tying this one up. Meanwhile, the yellow jackets on their own end and it's Wisman. Wisman over to Rogers. Rogers off to the left to Sipple. Simple across court to Mommer. Mommer uh, hits the rim, so the shot clock violation went off. Even though the rim was touched, the shot clock could have reset, but no foul, no no harm. Hillsdale comes up with the rebound and goes to their own end quickly. A three put up by Golkey. Five to two Chargers. Nice Seventeen transition minutes.
2: Three there by Golkey. Mm. I like the pace by the Chargers, who normally slow it down, but they they saw an opportunity in transition. Yellow Jackets respond. Wisman from
3: the left side in the corner. Drills a three. It's 5-5. 16-45 in the first half to play. Over to Golke. Golke's got it out wide for the Chargers. Passes it off to Gessler. Gessler tries to find Cole now underneath the basket. Tried to lead him with the pass. Instead he throws it out of bounds. Now was heavily guarded by Titus Dean, and this one goes out, so it will be possession
2: visitors. Just a little bit of miscommunication there between Gessler and Now, which you don't see a lot between those two. They're, they have a lot of playing experience together.
3: For sure, definitely. Fourth-year seniors came in here together, have played phenomenally since they've been here. Yellow Jackets on their own end, it's Rogers. Rogers puts up a three. It's short. That's the second short bucket. In a row for the Yellow Jackets. So Hillsdale with the rebound over to Reuter. Down on their own end. Quickly quickly gets it underneath to Kaltoff. Kaltoff no good from the left hand side. Yellow Jackets with the defensive board. It's Dean. Driving. In the lane. And no good. So a handful of possessions by both teams. Back, back and forth have uh, not been able to be converted. We remain tied at five. Golkey now with the ball for the Chargers. A nice drive, a nice step around the defender. Beautiful lay-in by Golke Gets the and-one. Opportunity for a three-point play.
2: My goodness, beautiful footwork on that drive. Fantastic. Drove right. Fake pass. Did a Euro step. Got fouled. Went up with the and-one finish. Good basketball by Jack Golke there. Indeed. Usually you
3: see him pulling out wide from the three-point line, but obviously he's a dynamic player and can hurt you in multiple facets
2: yeah he's showing what he can all do tonight we're gonna to need him tonight for sure
3: so it is seven to five with 15 33 left to play do not know which team took a timeout here but we uh, have a short intermission both teams on their benches talking strategy that band going, and we are uh, yeah getting excited for all that is to come in this one. So far, so good. A lot of as we were talking about a decent bit of uh, back and forth there, where the teams were not able to convert on their buckets. Not that they weren't taking good shots, but just not able to get them to go. Yellow Jackets came up short a few times. Meanwhile, the Chargers with a few opportunities down underneath and couldn't get it get them to convert. Um, and we're just going to continue to see uh, quality basketball. You can expect, expect that out of both teams. We've made it this far in the season. The teams
2: that deserve to be in the tournament are here. Yeah, um, that's for sure. The, the Chargers have actually never won the GMAC tournament. They've been in it for the <clears throat> since uh, 2017, 2018 season, but they have never won the tournament. They've been very close. They've made it to the title game, but they have not won. However, the past couple seasons, they've made it. They've made it to the the Final Four tournament, but they still haven't won the GMAT tournament. Is, so that hopefully is the N C A A tournament. Yes, yeah. yes. Yep. Hopefully, they can turn that around this year. Even though they're a three seed, they've showed very good signs of being the best team in this division. That is very interesting.
3: Hillsdale comes into this game as the three seed. I believe that Cedarville is the seventh seed. There was some controversy in the seeding for the Chargers, who had a similar record to Walsh, had the head to head with them, uh, better overall record, and still were seated beneath them. Golkey gets his free throw to go, so it makes it eight to five. The Yellow Jackets down on their own end have a three pointer put up by Wisman, and Wisman no good. Chargers take over again. A few substitutions made by the Chargers as well as the Yellow Jackets after that timeout. Eric Radicevich is one of the Chargers that checks in. He comes in for Kaltoff. Only Charger to switch out is Kaltoff. On the other end of the court, Titus Dean, uh, Makes his first appearance. Excuse me, I had been calling him, I had been calling Jacob Drees, Titus Dean much earlier in this game, so I apologize for that. Drees remains in as well, but Titus Dean makes his first appearance.
2: It looks like the Hillsdale Chargers are really trying to get the ball inside and use their height advantage between their, their two centers with uh, Eric Rudisovic and Peter Kaltoff. Cedarville's doing a good job guarding it as of so far, though. Yeah, Cedarville definitely
3: looks outsized uh, with the players that are on the court currently, but maybe they're going for a bit more speed rather than uh, than big body play, I suppose. Hillsdale gets the bucket and makes it 10-5. First shot put up by number 12, Ethan Sellers, another yellow jacket to just recently check in. His first shot of the game, his first points, it's a three-pointer, 10-8, Charger lead. Radicevic with the ball for the Chargers, gets it over to Golki on the left side, Golke to Gessler. Back and forth. Back to Golke. Golke for three. Nice rebound by Cole now. Goes up and over Chris Rogers of the Yellow Jackets. And
2: the Chargers, we have a stoppage of play. Look like there is a foul on the Yellow Jackets. Another offensive rebound there. That's two offensive rebounds on that possession. Eric Rudisovic got the rebound. Got fouled as he went to kick it out as, for the pass. It'll stay Hillsdale Basketball.
3: Golkey will be the Charger to pass in the ball. Cole now checks out of the game as the Chargers sub in Charles Woodhams. Woodhams number four for the Chargers. Woodhams with the ball currently over to Radicevich. Radicevich underneath to Reuter. Nice little floater from the left-hand side. Can't get it to go. Rims out, and it's collected by Mommer. Mommer to the right-hand side. Quickly moving are the Yellow Jackets on their offense, and they get a bucket. Lead now for the Yellow Jackets, 11-10. First change of lead in a bit, and Chargers need to go to work down at their own end. It's Radisevich from the right-hand side, passes it off to Gessler. Gessler back to Radicevic. Radicevic fakes a three. The big man can shoot, but he drives instead, lays it in
2: nicely underneath. He, right? got, he got Dries up in the air on the pump fake. Beautiful pump fake by the big fella.
3: It is Sellers now with the ball for the Cedarville Yellow Jackets. And gets it into Dries. Dries takes a shot. No good. Rims out. Scuffle for the ball. Comes up with it. The Chargers are come up with him. they come down to their own end. Radicevich for three. Just got the bucket on the last possession. Let him do it again. The big guy doing it all. Had the
2: drive and the lay-in, and now with the three-pointer, it's 15-11 chargers. I mean, that's just simple basketball. If they don't put their hand up, shoot over them. If they jump, go past them. That's what he did in the past two possessions. Even
3: with a a hand up, he can just about shoot over anybody. It's Mommer for Cedarville down on their own end. Mommer puts up a three
2: himself. Swish. 15-14. Right over the hand of Rudisovic, who we were just talking about. Indeed. So teams are
3: going to retreat back to their benches once more. It is 12 19 left in the first half. Tight one so far. We're going to send you to a quick break. You've been listening to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale 1017 FM.
1: Hometown Heroes. Protecting the freedoms we love since 1776. Tune in at 9 a.m. Saturdays and 9 p.m. Sundays to listen to the tales of those who served so that freedom may forever fly. Here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.
3: You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Gavin Listro on I've Got Ox...
1: Everyone loves music, but want to learn more about your favorite artists and their hit songs? Tune in to I've Got Ox with hosts Gavin Listro, Allie Hall, and Bella Dix as they explore different artists, their styles, and their songs on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.
0: Welcome to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Come on in. Take a seat. You know, there's nothing like the twists and turns that the radio can take you on. It might lead you down a dark alley, or to a nowhere town in the wild west. Tune in to When Radio Was and be transported back to the nostalgic days of radio drama on Radio Freedomsville 101.7 1.7 FM.
3: Welcome back to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Chargers taking on the visiting Yellow Jackets of Cedarville. Chargers with the ball as we return to play. Quickly on their own end at offense. A shot was put up by Peter Kaltoff. No good. Yellow Jackets come down with the board and it's Mothmer with it down for the Cedarville. Mothmer dribbles to his right, dribbles to his left, passes it off. Ethan Sellers with the ball now. Sellers already put in a three just a moment ago. This one comes up short. And it is collected by Woodhams of the Chargers. Woodhams passes it over. Chargers with a few more new players checking in. Uh, Ashton Janikowski, true freshman, in uh, for his first minutes of the game in this one. Janowski defending Sellers on the Yellow Jacket end. No good is Sellers. 15-14 is still the score. Janowski is called for a travel down on the Hillsdale end. He's getting a little antsy
2: with his feet. Started moving before he started his dribble, apparently. Janowski coming off of a ankle sprain a couple weeks ago. Looks pretty good today, though. First minutes of the game. Hopefully he's feeling good and stays feeling good. Gets the
3: adrenaline pumping throughout the rest of this game. Yellow Jackets with the ball. Gessler on Ethan Sellers as he brings it up for the visiting team. Passes it off to Mothmer. Mothmer from the corner, no good. Chargers with the rebound. It's Gessler over to Woodhams. Woodhams dribbles left, turns back around and retreats to the three-point line. Gets it off to Gessler. Gessler to Applegate, who puts his first shot up of the game, no Good. Applegate put up a three, a lefty, and this one goes out of bounds, so it's gonna be the Yellow Jackets that take over possession. Chargers putting some pressure on Cedarville as they bring it up the court, not letting them just bring it up gingerly. Gessler with Sellers the whole way, making him work for every inch. Gessler off to Kyle Thompson, his first touch of the game. Thompson goes up to the left, no good. Kaltoff was in the lane and defending, and after the shot, though, could not collect it. It was a scramble, passed off and fumbled. Chargers come up with it. Gessler off to Applegate to the left. Over to Kaltoff. gets it now to the right. It's back to Gessler. Gessler drives in the lane, go to work. Kaltov in the paint trying to get something going. Gets shoved by Cedarville and is called for the travel instead. Kaltoff not pleased with that one, nor is coach. Rodgers brings it up for the Yellow Jackets. Not heavily defended this time, however. Chargers let off on the press a little bit. And as Moffmer goes up with the shot, he is hacked from the left-hand side. It was Woodhams who kind of... Freeze,
2: Moffmer is going to get two shots from the line. Yeah, both teams aren't shooting very well right now. The Cedarville is only shooting thirty-three percent, while the the Chargers are shooting a little bit higher, thirty-eight percent. But that's that's unlikely. Chargers are usually shooting about forty-four to forty-five percent on the year. So both teams are shooting a little under what they usually do. Chargers are two for nine from three. Another. Another low stat for the Chargers, so hopefully they can pick it up later on in this game. Moffmer, meanwhile, puts in both.
1: You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Pushing the boundaries of radio and exploring new horizons with a perfect mix of student hosted shows and nationally acclaimed radio shows, such as The Dennis Prager Show, The Hugh Hewitt Show, Our American Story. Picks off a pass
3: by, by the Yellow Jackets. It quickly goes the Hillsdale's way. Golky with for the Hillsdale ball. Good momentum swing Seven for the Chargers. Woodhams straight away passes it off to Now, who recently had the interception there. Now gets it to Golkey. Golkey with a little fade away from about 12 feet out. No good. And the Yellow Jackets take over possession. A 19-19 game. 7.33 left to play. Another tipped pass there by the Chargers. Really making the Yellow Jackets work for every pass. They're quick to jump in, in front. Coach must have told them to be aggressive here this evening because they're doing just that. Both teams retreat now to their benches. Going to have another short intermission. 7.22 left to play in the first half, a 19-19 ballgame. Low scoring, but as Garrett was talking about, both teams not shooting all that well at the moment. We'll expect to see those averages kind of go back up and uh, more scoring to proceed. So we're going to send you to a quick break. You are listening to...
1: search so hard for Hillsdale's latest news. Just listen to the Collegian Week in Review, where we tell you all about the top headlines from that. Search no further. It premieres Fridays at 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Pushing the boundaries of radio and exploring new horizons with a perfect mix of student-hosted shows and nationally acclaimed radio shows such as the Dennis Prager Show, the Hugh Hewitt Show, Our American Stories, and Veterans Chronicles. The future is here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.
3: Chargers now with a 21-19 lead as we return from the short break. It was a quick bucket put up by the Chargers. Yellow Jackets had a possession of their own. Now Hillsdale back on their own end of the court. It's Golke uh, who goes up from the right-hand side. is hit hard before he goes down to the ground. No good on the shot, but is called for the foul. Going to get a few attempts at the line. So the first attempt about to be underway. Coach Tharp talking it over with Reuter on the sideline. Getting some strategy. Evan Sellers checks in for the Yellow Jackets, as does Titus Dean. Out comes a few of the uh, Yellow Jackets, Jacob Drees and Brayden Sippel. And a second attempt underway this one falls. Both, both are good for the Chargers. 23-19 lead now with 6.5 minutes to play. Mofmer brings it up for the Yellow Jackets. Mofmer over to his right and passes it off to Wisman. Wisman from straight away. No good. Collected by Gessler. Gessler down for the Chargers. Over to Reuter. Now underneath again to Gessler. To now in the corner. Good ball movement by the Chargers. It's back to Gessler. And Radisevich now on the right-hand side. Oh, finds Gessler underneath. He made a nice cut but was not able to collect the pass. Shot put up by Big Rick, Eric Radisevich and no good for the Chargers. Yellow Jack is now on their own end. It's Titus Dean. Looking for a teammate to pass it to. He picked up his dribble and kind of stuck for a minute does indeed find a, a teammate uh, it was sellers now it's back to dean dean underneath from the left hand side no good swatted out by big rick and this one's going to remain in possession of
2: the yellow jackets yeah dean underneath the hoop there had was surrounded by hillsdale charger somehow found a way to put up a shot with the left hand couldn't go but still will be their basketball good effort
3: nonetheless and yeah they retain possession it's Sellers who puts a shoulder into now and loses the ball as he does so. is trapped. My goodness, a shot from way downtown from Wisman. Wisman, no good. I did not get a chance to look at the shot clock, but I'm assuming that he put that one up from so far away just because he didn't want to get a violation. Chargers on their own end. Loose ball. Scrum going for it. It was Radicevic on the floor as well as a few of the yellow jackets.
2: And this one is going to remain with the Chargers. Yeah, Wisman thought that the time was running out. There's still 12 seconds left on the clock. He looked over at his coach and said, my bad, because he knew that he made a mistake there. So an error on the part of Wisman.
3: Rick, underneath for the Chargers, gets a bucket from the right-hand side. It looked like he was being held back by Titus Dean. Surprised we didn't see a call there. But the Chargers put some more points on the board nonetheless. And on the on the other end, Cedarville not able to convert. Rogers from the right hand side put up a uh, layup and no good. Reuter now with the ball for the Chargers. Chargers trying to set it up. Titus Runnin-
2: Dean is playing defense without a shoe on right now. Very interesting.
3: <laughs> Dean, yes, running around down there on the Chargers end of the court. Nothing really you can do about that. Yellow Jackets didn't want to waste a timeout. Uh, Referee, an official timeout was called so that Dean could put his shoe back on. Teams are not able to retreat to their benches. They're just giving Dean the opportunity to uh, fix his wardrobe. Dean's going to check out, however, after this short stoppage. Ball's going to be inbounded by Mothmer of the Yellow Jackets. 27-19, Charger lead. 418 left to play in the first half. Chargers have picked up their scoring a bit since the last break at about seven and a half minutes. It was a 19-19 game. They've gone on an 8-0 run. It's the Yellow Jackets. Straight away. Evan Sellers. No good. Sellers has put up a few threes now since that first one hasn't been able to convert. And Gessler has it for the Chargers down at their own end. Gets it off to now. Over to Kaltoff. Goal Golkey, now, yes, from about eight feet out. Kind of jump stopped and then put a shot up. Banked it in, 29-19, Charger lead. Biggest lead of the game for Hillsdale. Mothmer for the Yellow Jackets. Gets it over to Wisman, back to Mothmer. Over to Kyle Thomas. Haven't had his name called all that much in this game, however he's in right now, and gets it over to Mothmer again. Moffmore finally breaks the scoring drought for the Yellow Jackets and it's a 29-21 game.
2: Moffmore being held as of now only to 7 points in the first half so Chargers doing a good job guarding him. Chargers on their own end it's Reuter to the left hand side
3: being heavily guarded by Thomas of the Yellow Jackets. Finds Kaltov in the lane. Kaltov took a step or two,
2: laid it up, and gets it to fall. Another ten-point advantage. Chargers. Hillsdale is just doing an amazing job underneath the basket in the paint. They have 18 points in the paint. The Yellow Jackets. Thomas puts it up. Thomas,
3: no good. A board by uh, now, and now gets it over to Kyle Gessler. Yes, sir, Kyle Gessler. Four three. Charger lead, and now 13-point advantage. They continue to expand on their largest lead of the game. With 2.28 left, there's going to be another stoppage of play so the teams can talk over some strategy. Send you to another quick break. You've been listening to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.
0: Ever wonder what real greatness looks like? Lauren Scott, host of Great Men Back Then, has the answer.
1: Greatness is not about the number of mistakes one makes, but the number of times one overcomes those mistakes and perseveres
0: through hardships. The heroes on the big screen do not compare to those that can be found in America's past. Great Men Back Then dives into the stories of those heroes. Catch the show on Tuesday at 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.
3: All right, and we are back with Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. A very important game here for both teams, the GMAC Tournament. Chargers playing host to the Yellow Jackets with a 34-21 lead and just over two minutes left to play in the first half. Yellow Jackets with the ball. It's Ethan Sellers who has it straight away for the Yellow Jackets. Chargers playing some really good defense. Anytime a Yellow Jacket has the ball, there are quickly two men on him, cu- obviously cutting somebody free, but then quickly retreating when they do find that open man. Chargers on their own end, a little turnover. Now is trying to get it to Kaltoff, and it was tipped and then picked off by the Yellow Jackets. Moffmer from three on the Yellow Jackets end gets it to go. It's 34-24. A minute 43 to play in the first half. Ball being brought up by now. Now crosses midcourt. Gets it over to Reuter. On the right-hand side. Reuter underneath to Peter Kaltoff. Kaltoff with the left. No good. Was going from the right-hand side. Tried to lay it in lefty and uh, rimmed out a couple times. Bounced around right into the hands of the Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets on their own end. Timothy Davis with the drive. Davis number 11 for the visiting team. Over to da- Jacob Dries. Dries to Moffmer. Moffmer starting to get hot. That's his second possession in a row with a three-pointer. Swished both of them and now Coach Tharp would like to talk it over a bit with
2: his team. Moffmer did the same move both times. Got the ball. There was a screen set for him. Dribbled around the screen. Stopped, went back the other direction and sat right behind the screen. And both times Jack Goki just got caught right behind the screen. Wasn't able to get a hand up on the shot. Let alone it was they're both really deep threes, hard shots. But Moffman can shoot those. So Goki's gonna have to try and find a way. Whether it's him putting his hand up or whether the the big, whether it's Peter Kaltov. Helps out on that screen, one way or the other, they're going to have to get a, sh- a hand up on that shot because he can shoot that ball. It did look like
3: Tharp was talking with him, uh, in particular, as they had that brief timeout. So a 34-27 game, now just a minute to play. Hillsdale bringing it up. It's Cole now. Now, little shimmy shake around the defender who is uh, heavily guarding him as he brought it up. As Chris Rogers. Now gets it over to Reuter. Reuter from three. Reuter, yes, indeed. Very nice shot by threes of the Chargers. That was beautiful basketball there by the Chargers. Set up the whole play. Worked perfectly. 36 seconds. 27 points for the Yellow Jackets. 37 points for the home team, the Chargers. Yellow Jackets trying to take their time on this possession. Don't want to have... The, let the Chargers have too long of an opportunity down on the other end. And a shot is put up by Moffmer. This one is no good. Looks like there's a short discussion by the referees as to whose ball this is going to be. It's going to stay with the Yellow Jackets down at their
2: own end. They're, they're going to get Peter for a foul as there was a scrum for the rebound there. And Moffmer going to inbound
3: it. Gets it over to Drees. They're, the play clock and the shot clock are not separated by more than maybe a few tenths of a second, so the Yellow Jacket's going to try to take this one all the way down to the buzzer and get the last shot of the half. Instead, Moffmer, an errant pass to Dries, and the Chargers are going to get an opportunity for the last bucket. It was Gessler from three, but no good, just short on the attempt as time expires. Nonetheless, Chargers, 10-point lead going into half, have to feel pretty good about that considering it was 19-19 with seven and a half minutes left to play in the half. Um, So really turned it on there at the end of the half and uh, started to pick up that percentage shooting as we had talked about previously, starting to come to form as one could expect.
2: Yeah, this is what makes the, the Chargers so difficult to beat. This is why they're a contender for winning this tournament. They haven't shot the three ball very well. they are only four of 12 from the field. We have seen Hillsdale basketball shoot the three ball at an extraordinary rate, and they beat teams that way. Well, they're not doing that today. So today they're going inside the paint. They have over 20 points down in the paint today, and everyone is contributing. Rudisovic is leading all scorers. He's got nine points right now. Golki's got eight. Kyle Gessler's got seven, Reuter's got five, Woodhams has four, and Keltoff has four. And most of most of those points have down been inside the paint. I think they're just out physicaling if that's a word. Uh Cedarville right now. And honestly, Big Rick is taller than everyone else on the mm-hmm. field, and he is he is uh taking advantage of that right now.
3: Well and as we've talked about too, I mean the yellow jackets are visibly outmanned uh, in size difference as they're running back and down up and down the court. See Drees is often their biggest player out there standing at six seven, but a lot of the times they also have Chris Rogers standing at five ten. Wisman, Wisman another big guy, but he's been in and out. And then Sellers is no more than six foot. Moffmer six six. So they do have some size, but it just seems like bigger bodies for the
2: Chargers. Yeah, I mean Eric Eric Big Rick is six ten. He's, he's up there. A, he's and a his, big fella. And his arms are even longer.
3: And as we were talking about, too, I mean, the, the Chargers are not one dimensional. Not a single player is. Big Rick can take those shots from downtown, so they have to defend every single player from
2: every aspect of the court. Yeah, and, and then to, to complement that, they're playing great defense right now. Other than Moffmer hitting those threes, they've done an amazing job at, at, at guarding him. It looked like towards the end of the half there, they figured out that high screen that Moffmer hit two threes on because he tried it once and again, and this time there was pressure on the shot, and he missed it. So Coach Starp, as he always does, yes, a mastermind, especially when it comes to slowing the game down and playing defense. He uh, actually, before the game, I don't know if we talked about this, he had 500 career wins for the Hillsdale Chargers, an outstanding accomplishment. He was uh, commemorated before the game, had a short
3: tribute video played for him. And so definitely a big game for him as well. But I know that Tharp definitely has all of his attention on this one in particular, wanting to get that GMAC championship trophy. This is just the first step in the the long road there. So we're going to send you to an intermission. Uh, We'll have you back here in just a few short moments. You've been listening to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale 1017FM. Welcome back to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. You're listening to Hillsdale College Basketball. The Chargers with a 10-point lead. We're at half 37-27. 30 27. Uh, Chargers over the visiting Cedarville Yellow Jackets. A few of the headlines coming out of the first half. First of those being the uh, difference in bench points for the Chargers and the Cedarville Yellow Jackets. As always, Hillsdale's got great bench support. Um, they've had 13 points out of their bench while the Yellow Jackets have only had three um, and you know just a lot of time on the court for those starting five for the Yellow Jacket and, and uh, really not shooting well at all in that first half. I mean Hillsdale was playing pretty good defense but it helped that a lot of their shots were just not falling.
2: Yeah, and, and for Hillsdale, it's been quite the opposite. They have taken a lot of shots in the paint and made a lot of shots in the paint. Right now, Hillsdale's shooting 50% from the field. Really good number. While Cedarville's not even at 30%. They're sitting at 29% from the field right now.
3: Uh, and then Hillsdale as well. I mean, you know, going into half, they had that 10-point lead. One would not have expected that, even under 10 minutes to play in that first half. It was a 19-19 game, at eight minutes to play, and... uh Cedarville just got really cold. Chargers got hot, took over, and uh, Hillsdale was up by as much as 13 points at one point. But it was a five-minute scoring drought for the Yellow Jackets. Did not score another bucket until three minutes to play in the half. So that'll get you down in a hurry, especially against a good team like Hillsdale, who's going to capitalize on your mistakes and make, make buckets off of turnovers. There is a few mishandles by Cedarville there at the end of the half. Uh, In particular, their very last possession, it was Moffmer trying to get it over to his counterpart, Jacob Dries, and Dries was just not expecting the pass. He was looking to set a screen for Moffmer, went right over his head. Hillsdale was not able to get points on that possession. However, it was an opportunity for them to expand the lead even further, and just a few errors here and there, that's the difference in this
2: game. Yeah, and a lot of those errors may have been self-induced. However, this Hillsdale defense has been doing an amazing job. 27 points in the first half. Even le- they are on track to score even less points than both of the times we played them earlier this year. They, played, they, they scored 60 points the first game and 70 points the second game. So a team who normally scores almost 80 points a game, not even close to that on track right now. And going to their leading scorers, it's Moffmer with 13. He had those uh, two
3: three pointers in a row on back-to-back possessions other than that though i mean you know been pretty silent found a little bit of a rhythm there and then hillsdale quickly shut it down after their timeout the next leading scorer for the yellow jackets is wisman who only has five points so gonna need another player to step up for the yellow jackets the Chargers are definitely keyed in on that uh player Mofmer, who is you know the number one for cedarville and if they can shut him down cedarville's got to come up with an answer
2: yeah, and Cedarville just doesn't really seem to get the ball inside. They have taken a lot of three-pointers. They've taken 18 three-pointers. So it almost seems like they, they ride or die on the three-point right now. And, uh, yeah, you got a couple guys who are 0-for-1, 0-for-2, for one 0-for-1. And they're all, those are all three-pointers that they all attempted. So a lot of three-point shots going up, and they, they are not making them right now. But, honestly, that might be the only way that they can get up in this game because they they can't seem to score in the paint they only have three points in the paint while Hill still has 20 so we're just dominating the paint right now uh credit towards peter keltoff and eric rudisovich underneath guys are playing great basketball well for a team that scores almost 80 points
3: a game as well you do expect them to hit a higher percentage of their three-point shots They're not going to keep that pace, that very low pace that we saw in the first half. Hillsdale's going to keep up with the great defense. Uh, Another key point to their uh, lead is the rebounding difference. Hillsdale has 17 defensive rebounds as opposed to Cedarville's 11. So on those missed three-pointers, Hillsdale's coming up with
2: the ball a lot. Yeah, and and, uh, back to the the three-point shooting, I'm just looking at the, the team statistics for the year. Cedarville really does live or die by the three-point. They have attempted 867 three-pointers and counting this year compared to their opponents have only attempted 520, so they shoot the ball a lot from deep. And they do a good job of it as well,
3: 37% on their three-pointers on the year. Again, we're going to see that number rise in this game. It's been lower than that, but we're about to check back into play, so we'll see what they do. Hillsdale with the ball first as we resume play. It's Golke for the Chargers, gets it over to Gessler. Gessler back to Golke. Golke dribbles once inside of the three-point line and gets a bucket to go. 39-27, Charger lead early in the second half. Moffmer for the Yellow Jackets, gets it over to Chris Rogers. Rogers dribbles around a bit, gets it back to Moffmer. Mofmer to Drees, Drees underneath now. Looks like this is number 5, Wisman for the Yellow Jackets. And Wisman, no good on his bucket. Chargers with the defensive board. Put them up by another tally on that category. Cole now with the ball for the Chargers. Dribbles off to the right. Picks up his dribble. Guarded by Mofmer. Passes it out to Golki. Charger offense resets. Reuter from the left-hand side. Drives underneath. Back out to Kaltoff. Kaltov a spin. Then goes back to where he came from. Lays it in off the left-hand side. 41-27. Chargers with four quick points in the second half.
2: He's a master with that left-handed basket. He's fantastic at that shot.
3: Golki. Golki heavily guarding Sipple of the yellow jacket. Sipple from the left-hand side as well. Just as we were talking about Kaltov being good from the left, Sipple does it himself. It is the Chargers now with the ball. Golkey gets a little bit of breathing room and swishes a three, just as you'd expect to see out of Golkey. That man can just rain it from threes. He is feeling it now. Back to back shots. Chargers 44, Yellow Jackets 29, and the Yellow Jackets get a drive out of Wisman. Wisman is gonna get the call. Chargers add uh, it was. Goldke, who t- excuse me, Gessler, who took the brunt of that one, hit the deck pretty hard, tried to have his feet set, thought he did, but no good, according to the referees.
2: So, yeah, Gessler's feet were set, but his heels, I believe, were on the line, the arc inside where you cannot take a charge under that arc, otherwise, it is a block, and that's what the ref saw. He pointed right at his feet, so that's what he was looking at. So, Wisman was the one that got the bucket, and then the and one, and he makes
3: the most of it for the Yellow Jackets. Lays it in. Three-point play. Chargers going to bring it back up to their own end. It's Cole now. Now over to Reuter. Reuter gets it to Gessler. Gessler picks up his dribble, finds Kaltoff. Kaltoff out wide. Not one of the Chargers you'd expect to see a three out of, but again, never know. Instead passes it off to Gessler. Gessler to the left. Back to Kaltoff. Reuter for three over the hand of Moffmer, and Chargers took it all the way down to the shot clock. Reuter's shot didn't look like it hit the rim, so didn't get a reset, and it didn't matter. The Yellow Jackets took it to their own end, but a bobble and a turnover allows now to lay in a quick bucket for the Chargers. As the Yellow Jackets reset on their offensive end, it's 46-32, Charger lead. The lead continues to grow for Hillsdale, and defense continues to play strong. Dries, for the Yellow Jackets, passes it off to Wisman. Wisman no good for three, and Gessler collects the rebound. Gessler gets it to now. Now a little stumble, but gathers himself and is able to lay it in. His stumble kind of propelled him past the defender got him to the hoop, and then gets the bucket. It
2: was an unintended
3: hesitation move. Indeed That's what call it was. That. So it's Chris Rogers for three for Cedarville. Rogers gets it to fall, nothing but net 48-35. There's
2: both, that three-pointer we were talking about.
3: Both teams working at a rather quick pace. Hillsdale definitely doesn't have to, but now they settle down a little bit more. It's now who gets it over to Golkey. Golkey over to Reuter. Ruder gets a pick from Kaltoff. Pump fake to three. Kaltoff now underneath with the ball and lays it in. Really, really nice. Tough done. shot
2: there by Kaltoff. He had he was double-teamed and still went over the top of both guys with the left hand.
3: 50-35 Charger lead. Moffmer for the Yellow Jackets passes it off to Drees. Drees with his left goes to yeah, that was uh, Sellers. Sellers from the elbow. Gets his shot to fall, fifteen forty-seven, and now going to be a stoppage of play. Again, both teams back and forth looking good on both ends of the court. A lot of offense right out of the gates. Already Yellow Jackets, like we said, increasing that field goal percentage. You could not expect it to stay down at 29%. There, uh, it hit a, quite a few on those uh,
2: possessions in a row. So still a 13-point lead for the Chargers. Chargers doing a really good job at keeping their hands moving, keeping their hands hot. They have five steals on the game. A lot of those have been really costly uh, for Cedarville. There's been a couple breakaways, uh, easy points off turnovers. So Hillsdale doing a great job at just keeping that ball loose. Yeah, Hillsdale, again, very
3: aggressive in this one. A lot of uh, jumping in front of those passes, and that's what's causing those those turnovers, those interceptions, and getting the points off of it. That's all you can ask for.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting some big shots to be three-pointers for Hillsdale now because what I'm seeing Cedarville starting to do, based off the first half, they got beat in the paint. So what they're doing now is they're double-teaming down in the paint. Keltoff's getting the ball underneath. I expect him to kick out, and we're going to get some three-pointers going up for for Hillsdale College. It should be an exciting second half. So we can expect to see Golke
3: hit maybe four three-pointers here in this second half. He's already got one. Let's see what he can brew up for the rest of this one. I mean, who
2: knows? Golkey, Reuter, Gessler, you never know where the ball is going to go A ton of up. great
3: shooters. Even now, it gets hot. Every now and then, maybe we'll see him drain a couple. It's Reuter who brings it up for the Chargers. Reuter heavily guarded by Sellers. Sellers not giving an inch, going back and forth between it. Reuter and Now who are bringing it up. Did not matter. Kalatov gets it underneath. Cedarville with that aggressive play kind of left a man open and Kalatov gets the bucket. Moffmer has an answer though. Drains a three on the Cedarville end. And it's 52-40. Hillsdale as they bring it up are using a strategy of just passing it back and forth between two guys as Sellers is heavily guarding them. Meanwhile, Kaltoff underneath again. A very nice move around a defender and gets a left to go. Well,
2: I stand corrected. They are no longer double-teaming underneath, and <laughs> Peter Kaltoff is taking advantage of that for Indeed, sure. Indeed he is. An errant dribble by Moffmer.
3: Kind of looked like he dribbled it off himself, and it goes out of bounds. So Chargers going to take over on the Cedarville end. It is 15.03 that we have left in this one, a 54-40 lead for the Chargers, and we're going to send you to a quick break. You're listening to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.
1: You don't need to search so hard for Hillsdale's latest news. Just listen to the Collegian Week in Review, where we tell you all about the top headlines from that week. Search no further. It premieres Fridays at 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Town Hall Review. Enjoy a fast-paced recap of the week's political events from some of the nation's top conservative radio voices. Rely on this show to provide the Who Said What in U.S. politics, global news, and breaking news updates. Weekends on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. The future is here.
3: Welcome back to Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. You're listening to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Chargers, 14-point advantage here in the second half of this GMAC playoff action. Uh, Chargers with the ball. It's Golke from three. Hit as he shoots and gets it to fall. Going to get to have a chance at the free throw stripe.
2: That's just amazing to me. I can't even make a three-pointer, let alone get fouled and make a three-pointer. It just shows how good of a shooter he is and how focused he is on that nap, that that rim when he's shooting the ball. It is impressive what these guys can do at the D2
3: level and any co- collegiate level. It's really some impressive basketball play. And t- Got to tip your hat to these guys. The, the amount of time that they put in and the hard work. Tharp, very good coach, always coaching his guys up and... Uh, It shows out there on the court. The Yellow Jackets with the ball down on their end now. A shot is put up by, that was Sellers it looked like. Sellers was the one getting up off the ground. A foul was called. It looked like that one was on Gessler. And Gessler is going to come on over to the sideline. Not checking out, just talking it over with Coach.
2: Two shots for Sellers. Cedarville's changed their defense a little bit. They're running a two-three zone, um, which means that those three pointers are going to be open for Hillsdale, as as Goldke showed there. They're just trying to mix it up, maybe making it more difficult to get the ball underneath. But with with Hillsdale shooting the ball as they can, it's going to be difficult for them.
3: Yeah, as you've seen, I mean, making the three pointers out wide and uh, calls off underneath. It's they got to defend them all over the place. Chargers with the ball after Seller's second free throw attempt is no good. It's a 58-41 game. Rooter from wide. Rooter gets it to go. 20-point advantage, Chargers, their biggest of the lead. The lead continues to increase. That margin gets wider and wider. Chargers just pulling away. 13-57 in this game. is the time remaining. Moffmer, the ball for the Yellow Jackets and Moffmer dribbles off to his right, some traffic, Radasevich tried to pick it from him there for a second, and he gets it off to, I believe that was Rogers, no, excuse me, it was Wisman. Wisman, no good on his shot, but an offensive rebound, gets it back out, Yellow Jackets on their second attempt, no good, Hillsdale with the board. Now with it, outside of the three-point line, and gets it over to Gessler. Gessler uh, a little eighteen foot jumper just inside of the three point arc no good gonna be collected by the yellow jackets and taken down to their own end.
2: Cedarville got out of that zone real quick
3: indeed they did and that looked like that ball shot off of somebody's foot it looked like looked like it might have been sellers and so it's gonna to go two possession arrows gonna to go to the chargers. Uh, and they get the ball now on the Cedarville end. Not any sort of press going on for the Yellow Jackets right now. Gessler gets it over to Golkey, Golkey to Radicevic. Over to Woodhams. Back to Gessler. Good movement. Chargers. Radicevic pump fakes a three. He's guarded by Dries. And it's Woodhams underneath. Went up once. Faked. And then went up again, drew the foul on the second.
2: Yeah, Charles Woodhams just looked really strong uh, underneath, guarded by Kyle, Kyle Thomas, and he just kind of bullied him underneath. Kyle Thomas had to foul as he was shooting. Woodhams gets his first free
3: throw to fall. Titus Dean checks in for the Yellow Jackets. Out goes Sellers. Still just looking a little bit outsized are the Yellow Jackets. Dean, again, only a f- six-foot flat player. He's one bringing it up for the Yellow Jackets. Dean quickly brings it up court, guarded by Golkey. passes it off to Drees, Drees to Moffmer, who gets inside of the paint, finds Drees again,
2: and puts it off the backboard and in. Good basket there by Drees, guarded heavily by Big Rick, but he was able to get it over the fingertips. Chargers with the ball. It's Woodhams off to the left. Woodhams
3: over to Big Rick for three way deep. And, yes, sir, hit short on the rim, but it took a generous bounce. 66-43, Charger lead. Radisevich backing away, looking up to the sky and happy about that one. Hands of the Lord help lay that one in <laughs> for Radisavich. On their own end, the Yellow Jackets
2: get a call. Not exactly sure what this one is on who this one is on. I believe they're resetting the shot clock. There was a, a quick change of possession um, which had the shot clock down only at twelve seconds. Cedarville got the ball back, so they should have got more time and it looks like they added about ten more seconds on there. Both teams also going back to their benches
3: as well. Did it was a timeout called on this one as well, or are they just trying to get this
2: shot clock figured out? I think it's a timeout by the coaches. Gotcha. So the Chargers now with the 23-point lead. Again, they are just really
3: running away with this one. Everybody is shooting. everybody's enjoying that offensive side of the court. Radicevich we saw on that last possession getting a, a nice bounce on his three-pointer. Golki already laying one in, getting the four-point play. Chargers are rolling on offense and really not slowing up on defense either. Cedarville still putting up good shots as they've done all game. Getting a few more to fall, but
2: tough to keep pace with this Chargers team right now. Yeah, Chargers are shooting 60% from the field, uh, 47% from three. I mean, that three-pointer by Big Rick, was he was three feet past the three-point line. Looked like it was almost a prairie. It went in, it was uh, <laughs> Seems like everything's going right for the Chargers. It'll be interesting to see what uh, Pat Issa, the, the coach for Cedarville does coming out of this timeout. They need some kind of momentum here. They tried the zone, that didn't work. Wouldn't surprise me if they come out in some sort of press just to try and get some turnovers. It's gonna be difficult for them. And we
3: had seen the press earlier in this game. They were being very aggressive on defense. Again, not letting the Chargers bring the ball up the court without any sort of struggle, but even that wasn't slowing them down all that much. So, really just trying to find their footing as there's only under 12 minutes left to play, and uh, that might just be the end of their season then. Yellow Jackets on their own end. It was Moffmer who put up a shot and was fouled as he does so. Going to get a few attempts
2: at the line. Mr. Woodhams did not believe that he fouled him. He thinks that he (laughs) hit the ball, but refs say otherwise.
3: Uh, The men in the black and white said differently, indeed. (laughs) Moffmer no good on his first attempt, so, so far the foul is no harm for the Chargers. We'll see if he can put the second one in, or if the Chargers might be able to come up with a rebound. Indeed, he does put the second in. It's 66-44. There's the press, as predicted. And Janowski for the Chargers is the one that brings it up. He just checks in after that break there. Woodham's in the corner, gets it over to Reuter. Reuter to Big Rick. Over again to Janowski. Janowski heavily guarded by Dean. And, yeah, the uh, Cedarville Yellow Jackets are definitely playing a zone here. Bouncing around from man to man. And it's Woodhams who gets a shot off for the Chargers. A nice-looking shot. Can't get it to fall, though. There's a little fadeaway. Now Drees has it for the Yellow Jackets at their own end. Over to Moffmer. Moffmer gets a screen. And a pick and roll there by Drees. Moffmer found him. Drees then goes underneath. And
2: no good. A little hook shot by Wisman. Cedarville's executing pretty well out of that timeout. They did the press, which slowed Hillsdale down a little bit. Then they went to that 2-3 zone again. Hillsdale doesn't have their best shooters on the court right now, so maybe a good idea by, by their coach there and stop them on a possession for the first time in a while. Mm-hmm. A few more chargers do check in and out. It's Applegate and Kaltoff
3: who come in. Ruder and Radicevich out for the chargers. And Wissman gonna get his second attempt. No good on the first. That's another thing that the uh, Yellow Jackets are really not helping themselves out with. We've seen in the last four attempts, three misses by the visiting team on their free throws. As Wissman missed his second, and the Chargers came up with the rebound. It's Applegate just inside of the three-point arc. Passes it out to Golke, excuse me, Gessler. Those G's always get me. Golke and Gessler. Uh, there was a foul, however, on the Yellow Jackets as that play was unfolding. And not a shooting foul, so it's going to be inbounded by Gessler. Gessler gets it over to Applegate, out beyond the three-point line, over to Janowski. Janowski finds Woodhams, and Janowski with the ball again. For That was not quite a three. No good. Just inside of the three-point line, just I thought it had been a three for a second, but I think that uh, maybe a foot inside it. So the Yellow Jackets on their own end, it's Moffmer who lays it in on the right-hand side of the glass. Moffmer with a good pass, fake shot, fake, then went up with it, putting on the heavy press are the Yellow Jackets, and Thomas draws and uh, does not draw a foul, rather gives a foul. To the Chargers on that press. This is not a shooting foul again, but you know, the uh, Yellow Jackets don't have a ton of fouls to play with. Both teams at four in this half. A 66 46 score shows on the clock as we hit 10 minutes to play. Another foul called. My goodness, in the past. What is it? Three possessions, I believe there's been three fouls by the Yellow Jackets, quickly racking up that total, helping the Chargers get closer and closer to that bonus. Player checks in and out for the Yellow Jackets. It
2: is Thomas who goes out and Thomas has three fouls, so I believe the coach is trying to prevent him from fouling out of this game. Chargers inbound it, get
3: it over to Gessler. Gessler finds Applegate. Applegate for three. Yes, sir. Applegate converts. And Yellow Jackets now have some more ground to cover on their own end. Moffmer really going to work. Hits it off the right-hand side of the glass again. Draws a foul as he does so and is going to get an opportunity for three
2: points. Seems as if Moffmer is just trying to single-handedly take this game over. Hillsdale was guarding him very well in the first half. He only had, what, 13 points in the first half. He's going to be up to 21, maybe 22 here now. So he, yes, make it 22. He has now exceeded his game average as Cedarville goes back to a press. And Chargers, maybe they're just
3: thinking if they can continue the pace on offense, they'll, uh, they'll allow Moffmer to try to take on the whole team by himself. Really nobody else helping out. Chargers on their own end. It's Applegate who has the ball guarded by Wisman. Applegate finds Kaltoff. And Kaltoff is bumped, rather hacked uh, as he drives. Another this is not a shooting foul. I do not believe, however, are they gonna give that to him? It was Wisman on the foul. Wisman not pleased with the call by the officials, but Cannot argue it too much. And Kaltoff airballs his first free throw attempt. That was about a foot short. Not a good look there on the first one, but he's got a second attempt. We'll see if he can better himself on this one.
2: That is Hillsdale's first missed free throw. It was a bad one, but that is their first missed free throw. They are 6 of 7, make it 7 of 8. Well, he he dialed it in for the second
3: one, and in, in the record books, nobody knows that that one was an air ball for all we know it rimmed out and he missed just barely so <laughs> no harm no foul the Yellow Jackets lay in a three on their own end I believe that was Chris Rogers who converted it's a 70-52 game as we go now underneath nine minutes of play Applegate from the right hand side for the Chargers finds Woodhams. Woodhams three Yellow Jackets around him gets it out to Applegate Applegate Swarmed by Moffmer. It's Golkey now. Golkey drives, gets past his man, Titus Dean. And another foul called on the Yellow Jackets. Tharp calling his guys over quick for a short meeting with Now and Woodhams before the shots of Golkey. That's it,
2: now 17 fouls for Cedarville. I think uh, Coach Tharp's talking to Now about that last defensive possession. Um, Peter Keltoff was on Chris Rogers. That should have been Cole Now's guy there. Chris Rogers is a shorter guard, just like Now himself. Now was guarding one of their taller players, um, and there was a miscommunication. Chris Rogers was wide open for the three, hit the three. Can't have that later on in this game. That is exactly
3: why Coach Star has 500 wins, because as soon as he sees something that just isn't quite right, he addresses it, gets it fixed, and the Chargers are quick to do what they are supposed to do in the very next possession. As we already saw earlier in that first half, Moffmer hitting the threes on the pick. And uh, so, yeah, just great coaching there by Tharp. Both teams retreat to their benches for a short break. We're going to send you to a break ourselves. You've been listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 1017 FM.
0: Not sure what to do after graduation? Take a walk into public life before you cross the commencement stage with the Washington Hillsdale Internship Program. During their WIP semester, students have interned in the White House, at the Supreme Court, the Alliance Defending Freedom, NASA, and the National Zoo. In addition to a career-building internship, classes at the Hillsdale and D.C. campus will keep you on track for graduation. And with more than 700 alumni in the D.C. metropolitan area, you can network in scores of different industries and hear firsthand how fellow Hillsdalians work for the good, the beautiful, and the true in their professions. But it's not all work. While in D.C., Hillsdale will take you on trips to sporting events and to performances at some of the most prestigious centers for the arts. Don't miss this life-changing semester in our nation's capital. with Find the challenge live the adventure. For more information visit dc.hillsdale.edu or contact Mary Greco at Mgreco.
3: Welcome back to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM You're tuning in to Hillsdale College Basketball, a very large lead for the Chargers over the visiting Cedarville Yellow Jackets 71-52 Kyle excuse me (laughs) not Gessler it's Golke Jack Golke at the line again with the G's Jack Golke with uh, two free throw attempts and gets them both to fall it's now 72-52 Charger lead Yellow Jackets had the ball but a fumble by one of their players allows Kaltov to pick it up and now to get the bucket Kaltov with the assist to now very
2: nice fast break by the Chargers another one of those steals for the Chargers They now have uh, nine fast break points. All of those are off turnovers. The Chargers continue to take advantage of those turnovers. It's
3: now the Yellow Jackets. Chris Rogers, who drives briefly and then kicks it out to Moffmer. Moffmer for three again. Been doing all the heavy lifting for the Yellow Jackets in this second half. Not on that possession. Woodhams for the Chargers is stripped momentarily of the ball collects his dribble again and still has it down on the offensive end for the Chargers. Another foul called on the Yellow Jackets continue to hurt themselves with these fouls they're really not fouls that are helping them out too much you know you see you see good fouls and you see bad fouls and these are just ones that can be avoided really by the Yellow Jackets not what they're looking to do right now they're in foul trouble Chargers are in the bonus already, as uh, the Yellow Jackets have eight team fouls in this second half. So Woodham goes to the line for the Chargers, gets his first to fall, so he'll have a second attempt.
2: Yeah, Chargers are shooting over ninety percent from the free throw line, while the Cedarville is only shooting sixty percent from the free throw line. So they're hurting themselves there, and this lead's just going to continue to grow with us being in the bonus and shooting as we are. So this will be a fun ending to this game. 76-52 with 7.38 to play
3: in the remainder of this one see how long it takes for Coach Tharp to start getting in some other guys get some uh, tick for the younger guys for the guys that don't always get as much playing time Chargers Kaltoff was hacked as he went up for the defensive board down on the Yellow Jackets end and this is going to send the Chargers right back to the line I believe he is one for two on free throws tonight. And steps up to the line for his first attempt. 76-52, Charger lead. Only five team fouls on the Chargers. So getting close to that bonus as well. But obviously not looking to give any uh, fouls to the Yellow Jackets. They'd like to keep them from shooting any free throws. Although this lead is big, they like to keep it that way. Kaltoff makes his first bucket and up with attempt number two, gets it not quite to fall, rims out, and the Yellow Jackets come up with the board, Chris Rogers over to Drees, Drees out wide, finds Moffmer. we'll see if Mofmer passes it off or if he tries to do it himself here, drives and looked like he was going to go up with it, kind of lost his grip, and not really a shot, kind of just a ball flying up in the air. It was Gessler who came down with it. Gessler gets it over to Golke, who gets it to Kaltoff. Chargers setting off up their offense slowly, probably going to be taking as much time off of that play clock as they can, and off that shot clock, using it all up. And Kaltoff, fancy footwork underneath. And as he goes up, Drees is called for the foul. Drees not pleased with that one. That one did look like it could have potentially been called just ball, but nonetheless, Drees
2: is going to get that foul and Kaltov goes to the line once more. I think I think they got him because he swung his hands downward. If he would have just kept his hands straight up, probably wouldn't to call the foul, but it was the act of his swim, swinging his hands down that usually gets the foul there. Cedarville with the substitution. Timothy Davis checks
3: out as Kyle Thomas checks in. That was not Thomas. That was Wisman rather. And ball brought up by Rogers. 79-52, Charger lead. They continue to grow upon their advantage. Dries has it for the Yellow Jackets. Looks like he kind of had a little flop there <laughs> trying to draw the foul. He does get it. That one may have been uh, uh, forgive me call. I don't know. Again, As we talked about that last fall that they called on Dries, may or may not have been. Um, So, Kaltov with the foul called on him. However, being that the Yellow Jackets were not in bonus, they had to check it in, get a shot up, and then it's kind of scrambled for for a moment. Goes out of bounds off of the Yellow Jackets, so Hillsdale is going to take over possession. Reuter going to be the one to check the ball in for the Chargers Rogers playing heavy press on both Reuter and Now the two men backcourt Reuter gets it across midcourt over to G- Gessler and Gessler finds Reuter again over to Now, back to Ruder. Ruder a wide open look for three and gets it to fall some Yellow Jackets defenders all caught up in a uh, mess there, nice pick it looked like by Kaltoff he gathered two guys for the Yellow Jackets and Reuter was just able to have a very nice look on their own end, the Yellow Jackets Drees puts up a three point shot, no good Reuter, another look for three, no good on this one back and forth, very quick are the Yellow Jackets and the Chargers surprised to see Hillsdale working so fast but when you have a look, I guess you got to take it Moffmer from the Yellow Jacket end goes up from the left hand side Gets a bucket to fall. It's 82-54. Before that bucket, the Chargers had a 30-point lead. So 28 is now the margin of difference between these two teams. One would not have expected that earlier on in this one. And Again, with as many points as the Yellow Jackets score, it is shocking that they're still only at 54. Chargers, Kaltoff goes up, and Dries definitely hooked him up uh, on that shot attempt. So Kaltoff is going to get two, two attempts at
2: the free throw line. Yeah, they have 54. Cedarville has 54 total points. Mothmer has 24 of those 54 points. So he almost has half of the points for their team. Just shows you how good of a player he really
3: is. Indeed. Kaltoff, meanwhile for the Chargers, lays another free throw in, and his second one falls as
2: well. Good to see that they're shooting from the free throw line really good this late in the season. That's really crucial going into these tournaments, especially as time gets down towards the end of the game. You've got to make those free throws because teams will follow you a lot.
3: Kaltov has been the big three fro- free throw attempter in this second half. Made a lot of them count indeed. Hillsdale with the ball, 84-54 after the Yellow Jacket offensive possession was no good for any points. Hillsdale shot by Golke, and Golke, no good, goes out of bounds off of a charger as they were
2: going for the rebound. I don't think Coach Tharp liked that shot. However, Golke can make those, and he was feeling himself.
3: (laughs) So with 4.30 left to play, Moffmer brings it up for the Yellow Jackets. Moffmer going to work. Fancy dribbling on Woodhams finds his counterpart. It was Sellers who puts up a three. No good. Yellow Jackets have really just struggled beyond that arc today and that has really been their downfall. We talked about it at halftime. They live and die by that. And today has not been their day, so they're, they're dying by it. Chargers on their own end. It's Golkey who dribbles it right. It's about straight away. Finds Rooter to the right. And There is another bucket, Chargers. Reuter for three, extends the lead even further. The lead is now the number
2: that Reuter wears on his back, number 33. Chargers shooting almost 50% from three-pointer right now. And that number was
3: much lower there in the first half. They've greatly improved upon that. Another miss for the Yellow Jackets on their own end. Defensive rebound by the Chargers. Looks like both teams are about just kind of trying to run the time out of this one. The Yellow Jackets know that there's about no chance they're coming back here, and as do the Chargers, trying to waste the shot clock as much as they can. Woodhams falls for the ball. He was dribbling it. He was guarded by Moffmer, kind of lost possession there, had to dive to the floor, and rather than turning it over or having a jump ball called, uh, the Chargers take a timeout to keep possession. 3.19 left to play, 33-point lead for the Chargers. So is this the time that you think that we start to see some of those younger guys, some of the not getting as much time to play?
2: Is this their opportunity now, these last three minutes and 19 seconds? Yeah, I really hope so. You mean, it's always good to have tournament experience from some of the yes. younger guys as well for for the future. Um, I know Coach Starp likes to leave his starters in a little bit longer, so maybe in the next minute or so they might start coming out.
3: You know, and it's so interesting too. We talk so much about how the Chargers are such a well-rounded team. Every player contributes. Their bench guys, and I think I really do think that that starts in the way that Tharp brings in these players, in the opportunities that they're given, gets them that time on the floor, that experience, and that put, that pays dividends later in their career. Even even just a year from now, having that time as a sophomore or junior, um, really gives you a little bit more of a deep breath when you're able to get out there. You're not as nervous, not as many butterflies flying around in the stomach, so Tharp does a great job, knows what these, these kids need as
2: they go out there on the court and expects and them to, to play, perform well. Yeah, and the players do. They, they respond really well. We've had 10, 10 different players in the game for Hillsdale. 9 out of the 10 have scored. So when they go in the game, they're not afraid to shoot it. And they're not afraid to score. The Chargers, as we come back from
3: this one, had the ball for a minute, and it looked like Golkey might have been pushed out of bounds. So Chargers are going to keep possession. They, they called it on an interesting call. I think that it was a call on Cedarville for pushing him out of bounds. So that's why the Chargers got to keep the ball. I think they actually tipped the ball out of bounds.
2: If it was a foul, you would have been what, shooting. That is true. It was kind of bizarre. Bonus.
3: Yeah, that was a, a strange exchange they on the Hillsdale end, but did not get any points out of it. And instead, the Yellow Jackets take it down to their own end. Noah, excuse me, the pronunciation here. Noe Enomidi. Very interesting name, I believe. <laughs> he is, uh, yes, from Cameroon, out of this country. So a foreign student here, uh... <laughs> his first minutes for for the Yellow Jackets. Excuse me
2: on the pronunciation there. Gets Hill- his free throws to fall. Hillsdale's doing a good job at, at spreading the ball around. Golki has 19, Keltoff has 18, Ruder 14, Rudisovic 12. So everyone is taking advantage of this scoring run that they are going on.
3: Hillsdale on their own end. A shot was put up by Golkey, No good, Kaltoff with a second effort. Couldn't get it to fall either. Yellow Jackets take it down to their own end. It's Sellers from beyond three. Passes it underneath to Noe. Noe number 13 for the Yellow Jackets. A big player, young player. And Yellow Jackets find a man out wide. That was Thomas who put up a three. And no good. 2.23 here to play. Ruder brings it up slowly for the Chargers. Kyle Toff out to the right. Dribbles it back for a moment. And this one's stolen by Sellers. Charger players not really going all that aggressively. Uh, he Sellers on the fast break, it really was about a three-quarters pace break because no players really wanted to get hurt on the Chargers there. No need to go and defend that all. All too tough, so they let up the points. The Chargers on their own end. It's Golkey gets it to Reuter. Reuter dribbles, a little fancy footwork. Three-pointer, no good. Sellers comes up with the board. Over to Thomas. Minute 40. Thomas tries to dribble around Gessler. Instead finds Sellers, who tries to find no way. And this one goes out of bounds off of the Yellow Jackets. And now we're going to see the reserves check in for the Chargers. A great performance by the starting five as well as the first few men off of the bench. Everybody contributing, as we said earlier. Uh, Great, great performance here today by the Chargers. A minute 33 still left to play in this one. Chargers are going to have a lot of momentum going into their
2: next round of this tournament. Yeah, for sure. This is exactly what they want in this game. They wanted a good, solid win after coming off of two losses, which hasn't happened all season for the Chargers. So good to get that momentum back up for the tournament. So Chargers have Radicevich
3: in, as well as Jacob Nagobi, Sam Vissiu, as well as a few other Chargers that have not yet played in this one, including... Uh, this is Walt Mattingly. Mattingly actually made quite a few appearances earlier in this season. Interesting that we hadn't seen any minutes out of him in this game so far. Cole McWinney, the fifth player to round out the bunch for the Chargers right now. is. We're under a minute. N'Gobi for the Chargers passes it off to McWinney. McWinney we've also seen earlier in this season time to time. So, again, these players for the Chargers, not as if they are not getting minutes that are also meaningful. Um, Chargers not scared to put in the players that they think can make a difference at
2: any minute in the game. Yeah, we've seen McWinney come in big games and hit big three-pointers and change the momentum of the game. We've seen Walt go up and slam, slam dunks on guys. These guys are good players, even though they may not be the first ones off the bench, and it's good to see them in in this game.
3: Visu now with the ball and drives through the lane. Split two defenders for the Yellow Jackets. No good on the shot. 15 seconds now. Remain on the play clock, and it's Sellers with the ball for the Yellow Jackets, and this one is just about wrapped up. Sellers not going to take an attempt, just going to let the time wind down celebratory claps all around the stadium. A congratulations to Coach Starp. Another win notched under his belt. A beautiful win by the Chargers. 30-point margin is what decides this one. It was 87-57. A very dominant performance, especially in the second half for the Chargers, who were only up by 10 going into half. Really just pulled away there. Continued the great shooting that they had towards the end of the first half, all throughout the second half, and uh, yes, very dominant. Excited to see what they're going to do in the second round of this tournament.
2: Yeah, the Chargers played exactly what Charger basketball is supposed to be. They had 30 points in the paint, so they got their points underneath with Peter Keltoff and Rudisovic. But then, they kicked the ball out for three and they went 11 of 25 from three point. They shot 90% from free throws. They uh, had 23 bench points as well, so even, Anywhere you look, they did exactly what the coach wanted them to do, exactly what this team is designed to do. They held Cedarville to the lowest points that they've had against them this whole year. They had 60 earlier. They held them to 57 today, so they're playing great defense. Everything just seemed to go right, and such a good time for everything to go right in this tournament. this is the time to get hot. The Chargers
3: doing it. Uh, It couldn't be at a better time. So... We will see who they collect for their second round in this tournament. Chargers are going to be moving on in the GMAX. Cedarville will be eliminated, and Chargers looking to bring this one home, as we had talked about earlier. They have not won it uh, yet in, in this tournament. So, Tharp, even though he's got those 500, now 501 wins, you know, getting excited to hopefully have one of those wins be a GMAX title.
2: Yeah, they in the in the they usually do well in the quarterfinal matchups. They're they're now four and one in the quarterfinal matchups, but they have not won their GMAC title yet, and they're looking for their first conference tournament title since nineteen ninety-five. Looks like this team can do it the way that they played today. Indeed. A dominant performance has been
3: stated before, but it has to be stated again, a thirty point difference by the Chargers here at Don Tibbett's Potter Arena today. Eighty-seven fifty-seven. your final score. The Chargers handing it to the visiting Cedarville Yellow Jackets on the hardwood. Thank you guys for tuning in to listen to this one. It's been a pleasure, Garrett, calling this game with you. We thank you guys all for also tuning in to Radio Free Hillsdale 1017FM on a consistent basis. You've been listening to Hillsdale College Basketball on Radio Free Hillsdale 1017FM.
0: You've been listening to Hillsdale Charger Sports on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Now back to our regular programming already in progress.